from the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. As media consumers, we've all become well-trained in the function and the convenience of streaming platforms. The big King Kong of today's platforms is, of course, Netflix. The simple idea of an ever-evolving media archive that keeps its content hot and its monthly fees reasonable is entirely irresistible to the world's movie lovers, couch potatoes, and beloved binge-watchers. The thought to do an adult version of Netflix was the genius lightbulb moment for seasoned porn director Brie Mills, who launched the platform Adult Time. I met Brie on the expo floor at AVN Weekend, a place I had to be clothed, but wanted so badly to have this talk naked. Welcome to the Schmooze, everyone. Laura Desiree here coming at you from the 2019 AVN Expos. Today I'm joined by Bree Mills, easily the top of the game in directing porn today. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So we're going to need a little background on how you got into this and uh, just really your career. Um, all right, so let me just try to jog my memory because it's been a whirlwind. Uh, I've actually been in the adult industry for 10 years. Uh, I spent the first five years working in the um, web and tech side of the business. I'm an evil marketer at heart. So I, for my first few years, was working with uh, our parent company, Gamma Entertainment, uh, which partnered with a lot of content producers to run their websites. And so I was um, on the marketing team there, got a chance to study a lot of how uh, Fans consumed other people's content, found it really fascinating, found, you know, uh, what I particularly was driven by were, were the sort of psychological drivers behind people's sexual desire and all the nuances and we used to call them the boner moments, like the little things that got people off that are never quite like the top level categories or the broad strokes, it's always the details. And so when Gamma decided to start producing content five years ago, um, I was uh, their creative director at the time, and I sort of raised my hand and said, you know, hey, I, I took film in university. Like, I like to write. Like, I'm creative. Um, and, and so I kind of threw myself into the world of porn production as a total outsider, having never been on a porn set before. Um, and at the time, Gamma had acquired a, a, a series of massage websites. It was our first major acquisition. And, you know, we were kind of figuring out what to do with them because we were so used to, uh, you know, our partners being responsible for all the brand and the content production. Suddenly it fell on us and we needed to, you know, do more than just the status quo. You know, we needed to put some love and energy. And so, yeah, I was given one of the sites, which was a lesbian site, because well, I'm a lesbian, you know, <laughs> easy, right? <laughs> um, and so I just started talking to those members and getting their ideas and doing marketing 101, talk to your customers, and fuse that with my own ideas and the ideas of the people that I was working with at the time. And we were able to turn that site around. And it gave me, um, I think, the confidence at the time to pitch what was a pretty unprecedented idea in the industry uh, four or five years ago, which was to launch an all-girl network. And uh, I had had this vision for this network, which I, again, really wanted to make uh, a mega site that was entirely focused on lesbian content, which, you know, again, at the time, you'd have one lesbian series as part of a larger boy-girl project, but that was it. And I really wanted to make this mega site called Girls Way. I'd even 
drawn the crude logo and everything. Like I always do. Like I pick the color of the part of the manifestation of it. It for sure is. Like I'm a total. Like I will. I still to this day will like pick the music. Yeah. Design the intro, like do like an ugly design that then our designers will make really pretty. Um, That's like the old school auteurs yeah. that would really have a hand in all of it, yeah. but especially those weaving themes. Oh, yeah. I, I have to, just like that's how I think. Yeah. Yes. And so, so we built Girls Way and it turned into a tremendous success. Uh, and then I uh, built a few other you know projects along the way, including Pure Taboo, um, which really. Uh, led um, to what you know the, the the my initial idea for what is now uh, adult time, which we just launched last week, which was you know I as a as a content creator and as a creative person was so inspired by the work we were doing in adult and it was very disruptive. We were doing things that nobody else would do. I was told by a million people not to do pure taboo because who wants to watch the acting? Who cares about something that's dramatic or serious? You know, and turns out. People really were. There's an audience for it. There's a big audience for it. And also it provides an opportunity for performers to show the range of their talents beyond just the way they look and the sex acts they perform. Yes. And there are so many talented actors in this business that given something that's half interesting or half intelligent will really show you know their range. And so that was the success. That's what made Pure Taboo a success. Yes. Uh, and you know, I was so inspired by that that I had a million ideas as a creative, but most of them weren't pay sites. Like, I, I wanted to do adult television. I wanted to make, you know, shows and series and like concepts and, and I wasn't alone. There were other producers in this business starving for doing something focused on content and not just on advertising and how so much of this business has become. Uh, and you, you keep that artistic integrity really intact. Yeah, well, you know, you believe, I, I'm a big believer that in 2019 you don't have to pay for porn. Nobody does. So if you're going to if you're going to build a business that's focused on content, you need to make porn worth paying for. Yes. You need to you need to understand that the audience that is subscribing to your sites are not just doing it to to jack off and that's it. There's more to it. There's loyalty. There's investment in the performers. There's branding. There's there's also just investment in like they want to watch something. They they want erotic entertainment. They want adult entertainment. The same way they probably subscribe to Netflix and Hulu and all that other well, there, stuff. Shouldn't there be a Netflix like this? Well, that's where we came in, right? The vision was, can we take a lot of the, um, the, the foundations used by mainstream streaming platforms like Netflix and create them for a uh, subscription service within adult that's focused on the content and the people that, that watch that content. And so that was my original pitch about adult time, which I did back in late 2017. And luckily that idea was developed and evolved and um, a lot of people at Gamma, including Gamma's founder, uh, jumped on board and, and helped to make it what it is today, which is, you know, uh, what we hope, the one adult subscription that you're never going to want to cancel. Right. Because like Netflix, there's so much interesting stuff in the archive and there's new stuff coming out all the time. Yeah, and as, as a director, as someone creating and contributing to that, you've got to keep a certain quality of that up. What would be your your um, your brand, what would, what would you get from a Brie Mills experience like what do you bring to it as a director um, well I have a tendency to tackle stories that don't normally get tackled necessarily right, right. because I don't think like I'm not 
I'm not actually really a very good pornographer. Um, I didn't grow up in this business as a pornographer. And, and, and sex? I don't know how you can say that, but I get it. You're, you're, you're. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I really I love making movies, and I love working with this community. Um, and, and sex is a fascinating subject. Yes. It's, it is the most complicated, interesting, intricate subject that exists within all of us. We all have our own relationship to it. We all have our own struggles with it and our own, you know, uh, points of empowerment within it. And, you know, growing up as a, as a, you know, as a queer person, I've certainly had my own unique experience with, with sexuality. And so sex is, is like one of those everlong subjects. I'll never run out of, uh, of subjects or stories to tell about sex. Right. But for me, the sex is like part of the story. It's not the story leading to the sex. So that kind of makes my stuff perhaps a bit different from others. Uh, you know, I trust the people I'm working with. They're really experienced, talented sex performers. So if, as a director, I've done my job right if I've helped to establish the circumstances, situation, the characters, and get them to spend the day in the heads of these characters so that the sex that follows is you know still within that mindset. It, that's what I do as a director. I don't over direct sex. In fact, I kind of don't direct it. I direct it very minimally. I really look at making sure the performers have established what's comfortable for them and what is you know going to make a good scene for this story. Keep them in character and then let them go. Does that conversation about boundaries happen between the director and the performers? Is that something that you guys do as a, a unit before shooting? So um, within the industry, every director has their own approach to that traditionally. Every company has their different approach to it. The way that I have always worked is prior to a uh, prior to any sex being filmed, I'll sit down with the performers. I will um, uh, have them exchange what their kind of no's are, anything that they're not comfortable with. Uh, we also send all our scenarios in advance, so if there's any red flags, you know, we make sure we adapt them prior, uh, and then. Uh, and then they'll shoot the scene once we've had an establishment of those boundaries. We're actually going to be formalizing this in 2019. Um, we are instituting a code of conduct for all of our uh, producing teams. Everybody from myself down to a production assistant, everybody who works on our content, to make sure that it's really, really clear uh, that there's no blurred lines or gray zones. Uh, and then part of that is to formalizing that consent conversation. So uh, uh, we will be um, uh, starting as of February, having it not just be a conversation that each producer kind of does their own way, uh, but really that there is a, a formal piece of paperwork in the process. And that, you know, what I'll do as a director now is have that same conversation, have each uh, participating performer fill out where you know their nose are everything from physical acts to uh, verbal stuff anything that the other performers should be aware of hair extensions that right often you know right it's not necessary you know just points of respect make sure that i as the director have formally sat down with them we've had this conversation we've all signed off that we've had this conversation and then to my code of conduct i will be responsible during the course of the scene that if any of those boundaries are crossed that we stop the scene we address it and we you know, either adjust or if the case be that we stop the production. So we're gonna be much more uh, formal and adamant about that. I think just to ensure that again, within everything that Gamma films, within everything on adult time that we are managing, that we make sure that, that we move forward in the most professional and respectful way, which 
echoes our ethics as a company. I was going to say, this is also something that's starting to sound really good for real-world sexual interactions. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, honestly, I think you're on to a solution here. Yeah, well, it's, you know, there's been, a, you know, a lot of conversation about this. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the wake of, of that, yeah. the best thing that, that, we, that I can do as a leader in this industry and the best thing that our company can do is just make sure that we do the right thing. Absolutely. It doesn't matter that this is porn. It doesn't matter that old oh, people all do this all the time. Screw it. You know, the, we're going to make sure that we move forward with absolute professionalism across the board. And that is, I feel very strongly about that. Absolutely. And you know what? Your performers speak on that as well. I've had a, a chance to speak with a lot of people that have only the most incredible, profound love and respect for the way that you approach it. A couple more questions here for you. Um, who or what would you say inspires your work the most? Um, I am very inspired by, uh, I'm a pop culture vulture. So my whole life I've been inundated with literature and films and, and you know, and, and tele good television and everything. So I, every project that I tackle, usually if you, if you uh, dissect it, you can see many, many points of, of inspiration or homages to different things along the way. Um, so, you know, I, right now I'm very inspired by just improving my work as a filmmaker. So, not just on, on how I direct actors, but really uh, how I oversee the cinematography and the color theory and everything that exists within every frame. I'm starting to get really into that. Um, and, and that's just because, you know, I, I'm always learning too. So, you know, next year with the projects I do, I just, I want to try to be the best filmmaker that I can be um, uh, within a wide variety of different genres and uh, projects that I'll be working on. I was thinking, is porn really like, are you, do you want to just continue creating in porn with these wonderful cinematic ambitions? I mean, you could be nominated for an Academy Award with the level of passion you're using in the way you speak about your industry. Thank you. Well, I'm not sure about that, I, but, uh, but I'll tell you what I would love to do. If I could do anything, uh, and, and actually with the two films, the feature films that I'm going to be uh, writing and directing this year, my goal is actually to make two theatrical films that, that have, and the way that we'll, we'll create them is going to be, you know, of course there will be a uncensored version, but when you remove the, you know, the explicit aspects of the scene that you are still left with a really good film. And if I can do anything, it's going to be to show, again, you know, to some of the, you know, mainstream streaming sites out there, people that are picking up a lot of content, hey, would you like this really interesting story that features incredible performances? And oh, by the way, they're all adult performers. Yes. Um, you don't necessarily need to release the uncensored version, but here's like the theatrical version that holds up as alongside any of, you know, some of the other, in, at least independent cinema that you see. That's bridging a gap. That's really like bridging a gap between the two ways of, you know, film production. I think that's sensational. What's AVN all about to you this year? Uh, well, AVN is all about, you know, really the debut of Adult Time officially. We, we you know, uh, lifted the curtain last week. And you know, this is really the first industry uh, appearance of Adult Time in in our new form. Uh, and I started the first booth I think that we did here for Girls Way was in 2016, and it was this small, little six-foot booth 
that, you know, we tacked up, <laughs> you know, postcards. And, like, I look at that now and then I look at what, what we have this year and I feel very humbled. And so I'm trying to also take a moment just to look at, to breathe and think, man, this is a lot of hard work by a, by a tremendous amount of talented people. And I'm just so proud of where we've come in such no a No kidding. No kidding. Last one. Yes. What makes it sexy? Like, what's the Brie Mills touch of that sexiness, that wow factor we were talking about, that boner moment? Like, what, where would that come in a Brie Mills production? Um, well, it does depend on the project. Yeah. Uh, again, I would say I'm, I'm looking to highlight aspects of sexuality and sexual desire that are not always the focal point. So a lot more, again, dialogue and setup and situation. Because that's essential shit. It's, it, it is essential stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, so again, things that, uh, with Pure Taboo in particular, I wanted to get you off before the sex even started, if I had done a right, my, my job right. I love that chemistry stuff. And then like with my lesbian stuff this year, with like Girl Core, and, and one of the features I'm gonna be doing is sort of a quasi-autobiography. Um, again, just showing showing how sexy women are um, when they are dressed like regular folk, you know? That it doesn't always have to be like, you know, some of... It, it, again, the most important thing is that women feel sexy and confident the way they want to present themselves. That's really important. So that can be a range, you know? And a lot of my films, uh, especially my lesbian projects, you know, we had Kenna James, uh, who I dressed like George Michael from the 80s. And man, I don't think she's ever looked sexier. I don't think, and she's like, I wish I could wear that every outfit every day. And I'm like, you will always wear that outfit yes. in any future yes. production. But that's the pop culture nut in you yeah. as well. That just needs to see that visual yeah. paired and fused yeah. like that. Exactly. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna that. make really popular porn girls look like George Michael. I think that is genius. Maybe that's my sex that's, factor. That's, that's, that's it. That's yeah. exactly yeah. it. And where can everyone connect with you online? Uh, so you can find me uh, at Instagram and on Twitter at the Brie Mills and of course follow Adult Time and all the good stuff adulttime.com and at adulttime.com Outstanding. Not only one to watch but truly, truly a legend. Thank you so much for making time for me today Brie. All the best from Las Vegas at the 2019 AVNs. This has been The Schmooze. I'm Laura Desiree. Hope you enjoyed my chat with the incredible Brie Mills. Remember to check out the video version of that interview. All you have to do is go to nakednews.com. And hey, are you following us on social media? Stay up to date with all things Talk Naked Podcast on our Instagram account at Talk Naked Podcast. We'll see you back here next time. <laughs>